That was Saliva with Click, Click, Boom. This is the Double E Podcast. I am excited to have this guy on my podcast. Uh, We actually met last night on Periscope. Uh, He was uh, showing off his championship rings. He is a two-time champion on a four-time championship team. This team has four-peated, okay? The man has yet to experience a loss, okay? 2014, the team went 10-0, and last year they went 8-0, okay? I am lucky to have him. Let's give it up for Andre Sanders. Hey, man, how you doing? Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you having me on here, man, this evening. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, man. River City Commandos is the team. Uh, these rings, if y'all... Y'all need to get Periscope. Uh, the rings, you... They, they look like Super Bowl championship rings. Okay? Uh, I don't know who designed them, but whoever did, they did a heck of a job. Uh, these rings are... They're, they're just bad, man. Are you going to be on Periscope showing them off again? Oh, am I going to show them off again? Oh, yes, yes. I, I was just thinking about it, too. When you were talking, I was like, hey, I'll do it one more time. Why not? <laughs> Definitely. Now, man, before we start talking about uh, River City, let's go back a little. Uh, where Are you originally from Florida? Born and raised here in Jacksonville, Florida. Ed. Oh wow! Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Born, born and raised, born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, went to a local high school here, obviously uh, uh, called Bishop Kenny High School. Uh, graduated in two thousand two. Uh, was uh, funny that my uh, my senior year, I had one of my lineman coaches. Who, boy, you're gonna. This is gonna be kind of funny. This is how small the world is. He was, you know, he is the nephew. Of Romeo Cannell, he was a coordinator for the Houston uh, Rock. I mean, Houston, not Rockets, Houston Texans. Wow! Right at the time, at the time, his uh, uncle was coaching with the Patriots. It was 2001, 2002. That was my senior year in high school. That's the same year the Patriots won the first Super Bowl. Wow! And now, Romeo. So when I talked with him, that's talking about his, talking about his nephew now. Because I'm talking. This is uh, his name is uh, Coach Carl Cannell. Now, right. now Carl Cannell was his nephew when he. Uh, when he was talking about the season, uh, come uh, off season, this is even funnier. Uh, he was talking to the school he went to, Robert Morris University, up in, uh, located in Moon Township, Pennsylvania, about about sixteen miles outside of downtown Pittsburgh. So uh, my dad was working at um, Delta Airlines at, at the time, so we took a trip, unofficial trip after the after my season <laughs> to fly up there to Robert Morris. Went to the calf because I'm off the lineman. So I mean, come in, come on. I went to the calf. I was already sold. Now, this is a funny thing, too, about this now. Robert Morris, there's a school also that was uh, trying to get at me. one double A school, by the way, or FCS, as we even say today. Uh, the funny thing, too, was Buffalo State College, the Division three school uh, located, obviously, in uh, New York. They were also trying to get me as well. This is a funny thing, too. Robert Morris and Buffalo State College play each other. The first game of the year. Wow. The last few years. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> the only that I saw was uh, one double A, D3. Uh, I'm going one double A. And that's how I made my choice. You know, so I went up there, uh, 
you know, they didn't play too much, but, you know, enjoy my time. I'm not going to lie. I know my experience up there at Robert Morris, uh, playing, learning a lot of good uh, techniques or whatever. Uh, Robert Morris did have, um, I don't know if they have now. I'm pretty sure they have some guys, but I know they've had guys that either play also a ring of ball or overseas as well. They have one guy. Name might sound familiar for those who are really big time football fans, especially your Philadelphia Eagles fan. Uh, Hank Fraley. He uh, went to Robert Morris. He was the center for uh, Donovan Manab for many years with the Eagles. Okay. All those years they went to the NFC Championship game. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. How about this too? For you, but funny. I never forget. I think it was before my it was my junior year of spring when we were in spring practice. He helped coach us. So, you know, we were all tripping or whatever. I was like, boy, look at this. Romeo Cornell so, uh, helped? So what again? Who helped coach you? Hank Fraley. It was just oh, okay. Again. He was the center for the Eagles at the time. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, it was, yeah, it, you know, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was really, 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 really was unfortunate, though. Uh, uh, like, I think uh, we went, we didn't do well my last year. We went two and eight. That was, they, uh, they just built a new stadium, too. So, um. I know this year right now is the 10-year anniversary for the year that uh, we uh, just had to, uh, had our first game up there, Robert Morris. But uh, getting right into it, graduating from Robert Morris, and uh, since I uh, played semi-pro, I did a handful of other trials as well, too, after college. I uh, was fortunate enough that I ran into an agent during one of those trials. Got on, uh, she helped me get to about the, you know, different arena teams. I'm talking about actually on the team, not the tryouts, actually on the team's practicing. They got cut three different times from uh, three different Arena 2 teams, uh, from Barrett, ranging from like South, South Georgia, two times up in the state of Washington, not Washington, D.C., the state of Washington. So um, when that didn't happen, I still had the itch to play. I had a buddy that was going to my gym who was also, by the way, he had played arena ball early 2000s here in Jacksonville, a team called the Jacksonville Tomcats. This was well before the Jacksonville Sharks. And uh, he said, "Hey man, I played um, I played a semi-pro football with this guy. Uh, he told me the name of the, uh, the coach. He said, man, I did this about a few years before I started playing. Uh, uh, before I played arena ball, so he might want to give this a shot. So I was like, oh, why not? I still have the edge to play. So I was like, all right, let me go do this. So um, this is now this is now 2008. Right now, uh, when I just started playing a uh, semi-pro, I was with the team. Uh, it's called the Duval." Um, Panthers. We went 10-0 in the regular season, got to the conference championship game, we're up 10 nothing at half, lost the game 14-10. Next year. <laughs> the next wow. year. Here we are, same team. We're rolling again. We lost the second game of the year. We beat the team that beat us in the conference championship game the first game of the year. They had that game up. It was team uh, kind of Miami Bulls one of uh, another great team here in the state of Florida as well. So, um, we got uh, we uh, beat them thirteen to six first game in the year, and uh, you know obviously obviously the, you know payback game. Next game we lost that game to a team here called the Florida Falcons, and then we went on like on a nine game just just rolling. It was nine game win streak uh, up to the playoffs. Got to the playoffs, same thing. Got to the conference chance. Wow, that Fort St. Lucie Bobcats. Oh my goodness! I, I don't remember the score. I just say this too. It was so bad. I mean, I know for a fact we were down thirty-six nothing and a half. That's how bad we were getting whipped. So, uh, so yeah, yeah. You're talking about humbling. Yeah, <laughs> humbling experience. That was my second year of arena ball. So I'm thinking, not arena ball, semi-pro ball. So 
there was a new team that came in town, new ownership, I'll say. And most of my teammates went over there to that team. That's why I was thinking, okay, a lot of the team is going over there. So I went over with this team. It's called the Dashwood Knights. Went 8-2 that year. Got to the conference championship game. We played another good team here, another great team here in the state of Florida called the Orlando Rays. Conference championship game beat us 28-3. It's <laughs> not going to go for three straight years with, um, with our teams here, winning teams in semi-pro, but just kept on getting knocked out and just right there on the doorstep. Now here, I went to another team because we had financial issues that uh, you know a lot of us didn't agree with. And the money was spent more so than actually used for the team. Jack's excellent. They're still around right now. This is 2011. We uh, went 7-3 that year. We had the second seed. So we had to buy a week. The next episode is not, it's not really the first round. It's really the second round. We get to we play our game. It's the same team that beat us when I was with the um, Duval Panthers, the, the Port Salucci Bobcats at the time. We were up 21-7. If I'm not mistaken, at half, they came back and beat us 22 21. Wow. I'm like, man, we're right here every time. I'm like, man, keep on knocking the door. The next season, this is 2012, I'm thinking, all right, a lot of us coming back strong, whatever. Won the first game of the year against a team that won a championship here in Florida in another uh, another league, completely another league. They came in the national championship. These teams from 2008 to 2000. And 13, I was in the league called the Florida Football Alliance. It still goes on today. Those one of, I think, one of the better structured semi-police here in the state of Florida. This state of Florida, man, I, that that not all Florida and like South Georgia. It's all Florida. There are some semi-police teams that go nationwide. Some go regional, depending on what where your area is. So um, we uh, we came back strong in 2012. I think we're coming back strong. Nope. Uh, we lost one game, and it, just, it, was just, it was a ripple effect. We were one and nine that year, 2012 with the Jacks X-Men. I'm like, are you serious? Guys quit the team. Uh, just everything that could possibly go on. Like you see the NFL, too. I know media loves to eat up as far as the negativity. That was what's going on with uh, the team I was part of. So I'm thinking, all right, we're going to come back strong again. Now, when this was all going on, I had teammates that were with the Duval Panthers early 2008, 2009. At one team that I played with, formed up a team called the River City Commandos. 2012, when I mentioned we had a losing year, the head coach, oh, by the way, now, and the owner, Steve Mott, of the River City Commandos, he was also my quarterback when I was with the D-Ball Panthers. He was like, hey, Greg, you got this team forming up here at River City Commandos, and uh, love for you to be a part of it. Good guy, real good guy, one of the real, real good quarterback, too. He's, he's in the Hall of Fame in the, uh, one of the leagues here, the XSFL, oh, wow. uh, right here in the state of Florida. Yes. So uh, he mentioned that to me. I even sat there and watched some of their practices, too, watched even their games in between, obviously, because they're a different league. So here I am at the time because the EAFL was a league with some teams in the state of Florida and also some in the south part of uh, Georgia. So I was going to some of the games where, you know, my team would either be done before, uh, obviously, before their games got started or maybe vice versa. So they won the championship. And at the time when uh, River City Commanders won the championship in 2012, that was the first championship really in the state, uh, really in Jacksonville, because uh, Jacksonville um, historically have always had great semi-pro football teams. It's just that they've gotten so, I was going to say, I guess the word is diverse, because teams are just, there's so much, not so much the teams, there were different, a handful of teams, but like 
or players or former players, owners, got the egos and say, I'm going to make my own team. I'm going to make my own team. But you're picking up some players from this other team that you're a part of, too. And it's sometimes an ugly situation, in all seriousness, too. And also there are some, too, that genuinely try to do something right for this name semi-pro here in the city of Jacksonville. So, again, like I mentioned earlier, River City Commandos won the first championship, 2012, first time a team in Jacksonville won since 2006, if I'm not mistaken. That was a team called the First Coast Generals. So, uh, 2013, I'll go back to the Jack I'm thinking, all right, some of those guys have quit. All right, we're going to get some new players. We're going to try to do something different. We're four and six now. <laughs> Even not, we still had a chance to make it to the playoffs, which we were playoff eligible because we had teams in the Florida Football Alliance that had either folded because of financial issues, so not for you have to pay to play anyway. And uh, sad, I'll never forget. There's a lot. We we're getting ready for the playoffs. The following week after we just won our, our game, the last game of the regular season, our coach uh, had sent us a text saying, guys, we were telling us the exact amount. We were about 900 something dollars short to even get to the playoffs. You see, the FFA does a good way as far as they don't let you play the whole season, but you don't finish paying your money, guess what? No playoffs. Even if you have a, even if you are eligible for the playoffs. Huh. So we're like, you got to be kidding me. So what are the River City Commandos doing when I'm uh, missing all this? Won another championship. I sat there and they went through um, uh, this 2013, they added some uh, uh, newer teams too in their division, in their league too. And the league got a little bit stronger. Because they were in a dog fight, but what did the commandos do? They stayed together. I'm like, look at these guys. There wasn't a panic or anything. No helmets flying or whatever. Guys cussing at coaches. And it's, all right, so they'll be kind of be close to the first half, and then all of a sudden, second half, they break it open. I'm like, wow. Well, I, I'll never forget, too. I went, they had a championship game when they won in 2013. I went up, drove up there to see their game. They had played a team, I kid you not, called the Green County Revolution. We, as the Jacks X-Men, I was with them at the time. We played them in an exhibition game because, again, like I mentioned earlier, teams the FFA were folding or whatever. So we had to play the game literally like in three or four weeks. So we wanted to get a game and get ready for our last regular season game. We played the, Ever, uh, uh, the um, Revolution, and they, they beat us 22-8. I'm like, are you serious? I saw the uh, River City Commandos a few weeks later in the championship game. They beat the break out of the <laughs> Revolution. They beat some... 30 to 6. I was like, are you serious? I mean, the defense was just, that was the game. They were just clicking. And the thing, and again, nothing against the uh, Glen County Revolution, but they had, that was their, if I'm not mistaken, I heard it was, that was the fourth championship game they were in that they never won a championship. And they were favored to win, too. That whole, they were favored to win that year, 2013. I was like, what in the world? And the commanders just, from that game, when I saw on, now that I'm a part of them, because in 2014, just last year, I joined them because a lot of our coaches with the Jacks X-Men were coaching high school, respectively. And I was thinking, all right, the previous year, before the 2013 year, we had started practice like three weeks before Christmas. I'm like, there's no way for us to get camaraderie or whatever, as a team or whatever. But again, like I said, the coaches were coaching high school ball. So they had, obviously, other obligations too. I mean, again, we don't get paid, even as a coach or owner, do this, so I understand that. So I was like, all right. I'm like, I, I gave myself a timeline before I joined the commanders. I was like, if I don't get here in response from uh, any of the coaches before this, I'm joining the um, I'm joining the River City Commandos. And sure enough, uh, I waited to about literally I think it was 
I just talked to one of my teammates about this, like, I think last week, only to about two weeks before that Halloween, 2000, late 2013, and I, I signed with the so I called my coach, I was like, hey, guys, I was like, hey, I called him, I was like, hey, do you need another offensive lineman? And he's like, Dre, what did I tell you about that before? He's like, you're always welcome. Because how they do it over, how we do it over here in the Rivers with the Commandos, with that good uh, care to guys, like the NFL talks about as well. Right. You know, guys don't get in trouble, don't, you know, have a lot of drama or whatever. And guys, you know, they respect the mate too. It's, it, as an offensive lineman too, you're basically like a diamond, especially in the semifinal pro world, because this, this is rare. You see the, if you guys understand too, that been the trials before, they say they played college ball, they understand there'll be more wide receivers, running backs, or DVs, but it won't be hardly any off the line, because, I mean, that's just a rare breed. So, I mean, that, so I was, I was fortunate enough, too, to obviously to continue to have a work ethic and just be, you know, the, you know, obviously have respect here in, uh, Jacksonville Semifinal World as far as, all right, this guy can help, help our team out. So I was very fortunate for that, too, and I'm really fortunate that the commandos welcomed me, too, because here I am at the time, I'm kind of looking like, Man, where am I gonna go? When you know, I didn't hear anything from the, uh, my coaches, with his hope uh, for the coaching staff, for the expert. But I am so glad they, um, the commanders said, open me with the open arms. And it, <laughs> I could tell, I know if you had a team that asked you, after you told them we had a championship team, I was like, man, to be honest with you, it was the first practice. It was just something about a vibe. Now practice, I'll never forget. I'm like, oh yeah, this is a championship team. And again, now, this is coming, now they only want two championships. I'm just, Fortunate to be a part of them. I'm, I'm with them in practice. I'm like, I could just tell. I had a sense. I'm like, yeah, this is a championship team. And we were just, we steamrolled off all throughout last year. I'm talking about, if I'm not mistaken, our closest game was 31 to 19 last year. And this is a funny thing, too. We played against a team, uh, the, the, I think it was called the Tri County Steelers. They're in uh, Putnam County, Putnam, from Palatka yeah, area, Putnam from County Florida, Steelers. In Florida. We played him in a championship game last year. That's what I'm fishing. I'll get to the uh, bitch later. But we played him in a championship game last year. Beat them 49 to 6. After they played us in our closest game last year, 31 19. Which was funny too, because now getting up to this year, the quarterback they had uh, last year shredded us. I'm not going to lie. He, he had uh, over 100 yards for rushing against us the first game. And then uh, a D line just teed off on him in the championship game last year. That same quarterback now. He has a brother. He was a receiver that had a, a couple big catches against us. They came over and played with us this year, the commanders. <laughs> He's talking about a huge difference. They said, point blank, hey, we want to win the championship. And this is uh, uh, funny because if we got it done this year, we, we steamrolled to this year. Let me stop um, you. Let me stop yeah, go you. Ahead. Was that uh, Mitchell uh, that came over? Um. Or, no, there was a guy named, um, there's another uh, guy, Travis, uh, I'll give you find his name right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to find out your name right now. So Holland, 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 Davis. I'm about to find out for you right now. Huh. Wait, I think Travis this is a, right I think this here. is a 2015 or 2014 team. Yeah. Now, you, you're an offensive lineman. Can you play? Travis Davis. Okay. Yeah, All right, Travis Davis? Yes, that was his name. He played okay. quarterback for the students last year. Oh. Him and, his, him and his brother came over this year and played with us. Okay. All right, yeah, because I'm looking at the stat leaders uh, now as you're talking. Uh, so, and they can go to 
to River City Commandos website. They can go to Facebook where River City oh, Commandos yeah. is. Oh, yeah. uh, see pictures of the rings and everything. Now, can you play all three offensive line positions? Uh, well, you asked that question. Uh, this past year, yes, I have. I have and I did. Wow. Okay, so now, do you play strictly left or right, or you can go both? I can go both, but uh, my head coach has seen me, because I uh, mentioned earlier before, I used to play with them. He knows that that's my strong suit is on the left side. Okay. Now, uh, two, let's let's go back to the oh novice uh, people that don't understand that the game is actually won and lost in the trenches. Okay, uh, without a without a good offensive line, you're I don't care who you have at quarterback or running back, you're not going anywhere. What's the difference, and how hard is it to go from the left to the right? Or vice versa. As far as playing offensive line, yeah, it's really as far as um, at start off, it's really beyond for you. It's 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 really as far as this stance, it's really nothing that hard. It's been um working on the your kickback because obviously your left leg is back on the left side compared to the right leg. It's just really just kicking back and moving your feet as quick as you can. So it's really not that hard. Some guys. We'll struggle, but that that just, that just takes repetition. I'm not gonna lie, I, I I have before sometimes from sometimes being on the left side so long. But if I work on it, like doing my own offseason, like for example now, if I'm running on my own, I'll work on that right side anyway, just to be ready. Okay. So it's really not that hard. Okay. Uh, now, as far as the blocking schemes, I, I mean, being semi-pro. I mean, they they y'all y'all blocking schemes are up to par with what you would find in an NFL game, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, I would think so. With the uh, oh the blocks where they I can't even think of the name now where the uh, like nose tackle or the defensive tackle will go out and then the the end will swoop around. Now, do y'all call all that in the during the game? Yes, we do. Yes, we do call, call it. Well, this the, the key also too with something like that. And I, I'm not, that's really like um, a little stunt that I have to do. Yeah, stunt. Yeah. Stunt. We uh, well, like I, I'll never forget too when I, when I was uh, when I was around Morris, we would always call switch. Sometimes, I mean, obviously, the only thing is too. Not every person, obviously, in the level of semi pro has played. Uh, collegially, uh, so uh, you, you can sometimes tell they had that. Basically, all the stuff that I was told not to do in college. <laughs> sometimes, not all the time. You sometimes see guys play, uh, 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 do that in semi-pro level. Not to saying that uh, they're not good athletes. You just that this is something that happens. Now you can tell the ones that that play on the next level would it be if they did have a shot for NFL team or or, or you know uh, uh, played arena or overseas. You can tell there there's a difference. Now, now do you? Want to go to the arena league? Are you going to try out at uh, any other camps, or are you satisfied with where you are in life as far as football? I've I've had that itch again because I had two teammates this this past year 
uh, were fortunate to play uh, arena ball. So that itch did come back when I saw them do that. So I was like, yeah, I think I want to give it another crack. And uh, they had uh, they were, uh, they had told me that as well, too. So I was like, hey, man, hey, give it another shot. I mean, I was obviously looking for a lot of them, but I was already, we were already dead smack in the middle of the season. So I was like, uh, and then again, since I said pro pay to play, I work at part-time at UPS as well. So I was like, yeah, the only thing is I'll make more here at UPS than <laughs> play. So I was like, uh, I'll pass on this right here. See? See, now, I'm a, in the NFL, I'm a big Steeler fan. So I was a little disappointed that the last two years, y'all did beat the Putnam County Steelers. Even though they're not related, okay, the name still resonates with me. Okay. Uh, 20, this year you, you beat them 38-19. Uh, so last year, I think you held them to six or eight points the year before. So they're coming, okay? They they doubled their score. Uh, are you getting worried? You know, I mean, you went from thirty eight or fifty down to thirty eight, so they held you, you know, twelve points less. Probably in three or four more years, man, they got you. Okay. <laughs> you know? Well, this is the thing too. Now we uh, got, I mentioned that we had one of the uh, one of the players, a quarterback, uh, that played for the last year, played receiver for us this year. And his brother, who also played receiver, they played with us this year. Oh, by the way, this season, and um, we had a ring ceremony yes, uh, yesterday as well. We have one of our linebackers coming over with us and his brother, who's also a <laughs> So, um, and, and then also, too, Ed, I never had a chance to tell you, we're moving to another league, too, since we won four championships in the EAFL. Uh, our head coach said as soon as the championship game is over, he said he told um, the owner uh Steelers, who's also a player over there as well. His name is Charlie. He said, "Hey, Charlie, you guys can have this. We're moving. We're moving on up another um, another um, uh, league. It's called the United Federation of Football. That's the thing. It's called the USF, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, I think it's United Federal Football, United Football Federation. I think that's what it's called, United Football Federation. So that's the league we're going into next year. Okay. Now, when does your season start and end? Starts in sometimes late January. I say late January because we might have preseason games or really regular season will probably start around yeah late January, early February. The past two years we started in February. We always end in our May, and that's semi-pro here in, uh, in uh, Florida that have winter leagues. That's always normally from January to May because May is the uh, championship game, and our coach is always like always like year after year. He's like, hey, one play, guys, we will be in the championship game. We have no FAS or butt, so yeah, have to get, uh, get your reservations already to be in the championship game. Not to be cocky, that's just, that's his mindset. We always looking to do yeah. better, to be better than what we were the previous year. Yeah, no sense in playing if you don't expect to win. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Now, uh, you say that you have to pay to play. Uh, do they want all the money up front, or do you just pay, you know, installments? How do they set that up? We we do have a payment plan, and that's this is one thing I really like about this organization as well. Um, there, there are other uh, teams and uh, there are other teams that will promise all this hocus pocus stuff here. I'm not I'm not speaking for all the state of Florida. I'm just speaking just for what I've noticed my eight years playing semi-pro in Jacksonville. There, there are coaches and owners that will promise one thing. 
to, and they'll do another. Nothing, no disrespect to any of the coaches that I've had to. I'm just talking about <laughs> other coaches that I've uh, that I played against. You know, the teams I played against. They'll say they'll do all this. We're gonna be playing this stadium or this park or whatever, and it never happens. When we're gonna get this uniform. It never happens. Or it never comes through. But our coach has always been uh, straightforward as far as hey, guys, when I told you tell you something, what normally happens? We do get it. Believe it or not. Huh. Now, do y'all can y'all get sponsors, and do you have sponsors? Yes, yes, we can get sponsors. We've had, oh my goodness, uh, we've had, uh, I don't know how many through the years, too. But I, I know two women. We've had uh, songs from like uh, teams, well, not teams, from uh, let's say, but for some small business owners that have had the women to say, hey. I have no problem putting this down for you for the team because it's just like the way we uh, do stuff on the field. All that they ask for in return is just for us to just basically show up there to whoever they have. Like if it's at a restaurant, they just show up there and bring the team. That's all we had to do. Oh, okay. As as, uh, yeah, as far as just doing that. Now, if guys have their own sponsor. This does also happen too. Guys that uh, their jobs, their bosses say, hey, I have no problem with sponsoring. We have a packet that basically has all the information out there. For the uh, business owner, so they know what to do with it too, and they can give them out. They can give them whatever amount. I think, I think it's on the paper. It has it's a certain amount as far as a minimum they can uh, give to the you know give to the team or for that player, and they go from there. So now, if one of our listeners, even if they're not in Florida, uh, wants to sponsor you because you are number sixty, okay. <laughs> Uh, they could get, reach you at your uh, Facebook page. Uh, they can follow you. Where else? Oh my goodness! You can follow me also on uh, uh, yes, Facebook. One you can follow me on Twitter at uh, DreDog74. That's D R E D O G seventy four. That used to be my own number before I came to Commandos. That's why I always had seventy four. Uh, you can also find me in uh, LinkedIn too. You can see the guy with his a. Uh, Captain Gallon, I said, just graduated um, right there in the parking lot when I was at Robert Morris at the time. You can find me on LinkedIn too, at the type of all day standards, and again, I'm wearing my Captain Gown, and I'm smiling, standing. Oh, my goodness, what was this? Uh, Periscope, man, you know about yeah. it too, but Periscope <laughs> and Twitter are about the same. Yeah. Periscope and Twitter are about the same anyway. So, uh, yeah, the same thing, Dreadout 74. So, uh, yes, those are the, uh, that's where you can reach me at. See, so if anybody's interested in sponsoring, uh, not only Andre, but any of the players. Uh, yeah, yeah. The River City Commandos Facebook page could even be a great spot to start. Uh, now, the season's going to start again, even though. You, now, is the UFF League also going to start in January, February? Yes, it is. It'll start uh, early February. Okay. Now, on the Facebook page, after you won and your coach thanked everybody and the fans, uh, he hashtagged click, click, boom. That's why I played that song. Uh, what's what's the story behind that? Or is there? Well, <laughs> it's no different from, uh, and it's, it's almost like a... And, and this is almost, it's almost like uh, basically, you know how you hear the sound of a gun go click, click, and it goes boom? Yeah. And basically, the sound of us getting ready to bring the word out here in the football field. Okay. <laughs> That's what that means. Okay. That's what's going on, Beyonce, before I got to the team. Click, click, boom. <laughs> now, you were on Periscope last night. You were talking about 
and I want you to repeat this this story because I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, a game where you you thought the game was going to be a lot closer, but the team was almost intimidated of getting out the cars. Okay, you know what I'm going with this. Yep, I am. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to give too much away. Go ahead and tell that. Oh, man, was this, a two, uh, they, uh, no disrespect to the uh, highest for Hurricanes. That's the name of that team. And, again, that's a team in South Georgia that we played. I'll never forget. Uh, I got to share another quick story. Last okay. year, we had the same thing. Our coach loves to play on the road. First five games last year, 2014, we played on the road. Um, one of my teammates, when we were driving up to the game, he was like, man, I'm not going to lie, I kind of worried about this game. Final score, 41-6. <laughs> this year, it was kind of the same way that the teammate had just said the previous year. I was like, man. We didn't even have to uh, do practice because we only practice two times, the, uh, two times a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I was like, Man, I'm not too sure about this. I mean, we won. We won our preseason game. We won our first game. Uh, we, we won another game, but you know, we still really weren't. The score was kind of like out of hand, as it normally is with us. But we were still like, I was still kind of feeling like we haven't really put it together. Believe it or not, lo and behold, we put it to high school. Uh, uh, beat them 66-20. We got one of our running backs just absolutely had a breakthrough game. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I think he had. If not close to 200 yards rushing, three touchdowns, three runs, I kid you now, were well over 50 plus yards. He just took off. Wow. We just, that was the game. Be honest with you, that game right there is just basically we just we just lit it all out there in the field, and that was that turning point. As you normally see in football games or in seasons, when like the teams are all right, this is what uh, they basically say, okay, this is it, we will improve. That was our turning point. That game right there, as far as like we were on the field, I kid you not. Well before the other team, they're the home team now. They were still this. We were on the field half an hour before they rolled up. They rolled up, still in their cars. It's an hour before kickoff. They're still in the cars. We're already dressed, <laughs> ready to go. The quarterback was I kid you not. I went to uh, the, I was in the offensive line, and defensive line. We were up. I had cousins like guys. Look at that. Look at that. The quarterback. He saw us. Shook his head and just come and walking to the teammates. It, 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 we already knew the game was over right there. See? And it was a big game because they were behind us in the division. So it was a big game. And we, like I said, we just unloaded that game right there. And again, that, turn, that was basically a turning point for us. But basically, our offense got going pretty well. Defense, gave, that was probably the most, it was the most points all year. They didn't like it too, but that was finally the offense was now rolling as far as like, all right, now they got to stand loaded. So, you know, as much as I was kind of worried about that game too, we. You just basically just handled business and uh, the rest is history. See, now with, um, you know, growing up in Florida, the um, Jaguars, were they even around when you first came out or when you were growing up? They came out when I used to live in Atlanta. It was. My last year living in Atlanta before we moved back here to Jacksonville. It was uh, we only up there for Atlanta for two years, but Jacksonville just got formed when I was living up there. And I take it back. We yeah, we I think we just know we just moved back from Atlanta, and the Jaguars just got started. So that was yeah, so that was '95. Okay, so now were you a Jacksonville Jaguar fan to begin with, or? And oh you, no, 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 no! Uh, I'm, I'm up there in the, state, the same state with you are, man. I'm on the East Coast uh, as a fan, NFL fan. I'm a, uh, I'm an Eagles fan. Oh, okay, all right. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in the Penn city of or the state of Pennsylvania. You just you just missed the the, the best team by a couple of hours. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I hated Jacksonville. Uh, even when they first came into the league, uh, Pittsburgh couldn't win in Jacksonville for nothing. Even I mean, their 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 uh, inaugural year, they beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. They was in the AFC Central, and uh, yeah, they and and in one game, Pittsburgh held them to under fifty yards for the entire game, and still lost. Okay, Tommy Maddox threw like two or three interceptions that was all returned for touchdowns. Yeah, offensive, they couldn't even move the ball, but they still beat us. That was a game, that, and one of the games, Bill Cowher almost stepped out onto the field and hit the guy on the kickoff. That was in Jacksonville. It just was something about that, and then when they did the realignment, Rooney having so much power, he kicked Jacksonville out of that league, out of that division. He's like, nope, going back down there because no. So as a offensive lineman, who did you look up to? Oh, my goodness. I mean, who was your favorite offensive lineman? Man, there were, there, there were many. I didn't just have this one. Oh, my goodness. I, I've all been in that division, the same division we you're talking about, uh, and, and uh, Pittsburgh got a darn good one. And this was, I noticed him a lot when I was at Rama Morris at the time. Alan Fanica, you talk about a tough SOB at guard. That guy was a pit bull at guard. And he could really, he was versatile too, because he could play tackle and center as well besides guard. But he was a pit bull. I, I love also watching him um, growing up, uh, from Staying here, staying here in uh, Jacksonville too was uh, Tony Baselli before he got hurt. Yeah, he was a great left tackle. Yeah, it, it, it kind of spooked me with the way he dogged. I'm, I kid you not, you have to see some of the film, but he, I'm, I kid you not, he was dogging Drew Smith, a Hall of Famer now. Oh Bruce yeah, yeah. Had, I was looking at it like, are you serious? I was yeah. like, looking at this like, what in the world? But um, also the offensive line with you, Leon Cersei. When he was with Pittsburgh and he came here to uh, Jacksonville, it's another good one I, I used to observe, too. I just love the way those guys can move so, you know, just, just so gracefully, too, when they got those DMs just humming at them. I'm like, and then they were just throwing them. I'm like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. It, 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 it just freaked me out to watch it. I'm like, holy crap. So, I, mean, I was really impressed. Another bad boy I love, too, uh, he's a trash talker, too, but he could back it up. Uh, Kevin Mawai, he used to play with the Jets for many years. Yeah. He played with the uh, Chiefs for a little bit. Yeah. Boy, but he can move. He had a motor in that center position. Those are just some of the guys I, I just overload looking up to, and they had this that you know that this attitude like it's not happening. You know, I just throw a driver and whoever's lining up in front of him the, that the, day. The you Ravens, know? the Ravens left tackle. Oh, Jonathan Austin. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was just. Oh my God, he was he was a beast. Um, yeah, and now you also play defense as well. I heard you say. I did a little bit. Uh, well, it's unfortunate those uh, years of those losing teams. I was supposed to be the X Men. I did. Uh, I did play D D line D tackle. I had no choice because guys were again, like I mentioned earlier, they were quitting. So I had to go back to reminisce to my 
Right. Yeah, so he you, obviously, you know, paid the play. And you prefer the offensive line then? Oh, yes. Say, say, yeah, yeah. See, and I didn't understand the importance of an offensive line. I I wanted to be a wide receiver. I, uh, Lynn Swan, that was it. I was, I was oh, gonna, yes. I was gonna be another Swan. Uh, I mean, Everything about him, I, I copied everything. Then when I started playing, man, I'd be wide open and I'd turn around and our quarterback's on the ground. And I'm going, God! You know? And and it just shows, you know, without a line to protect, you could be wide open and it don't matter. You know? Uh, yeah, because I was looking here, your quarterback threw for five touchdown passes. Uh and yeah. last year he had thrown seven touchdown passes last year through twelve in another game. Wow. So yes, yes. And now, the potential and this is another thing too, because our head coach was again like I mentioned earlier, with our quarterback, of course who are you gonna become hard on to being a player at that position? Is that position because that's supposed to be the leader of the leader of the team, which he is. And you know, much respect to his not his name is uh, Nigel Mitchell. Yeah. Much respect to him too, because he's come a long way. I'll never forget before one year I was, I think before my last year with the X Men, he came out. I think he's out. You know, he had some more personal problems too, and uh, I think he got a little, a little bit of trouble when he was in school. But uh, I was so happy when I saw him uh, with Commandos. He was with that team that second year in 2013 because uh, he was with us, like, with us for the X Men for like two weeks before, before the season. They went over to the um, he went over to the Duval Panthers. They didn't really play him. And I had another, um, I had a, a, the owner too at the time, well, really the founder of the Commandos, Torres Upton. Uh, he was also, I played with with the uh, Ball Panthers. He, uh, he, uh, called up Nigel, got him. Nigel had to lost the game since he's, since he has been the Rivers, with the Rivers to Commandos. Because that, when he came over to the Commandos that year, they had just lost to a team called the Jack, uh, Beat Sparks. See? So they had just lost the game. When Nigel came over, rest is history over there. See, three-time and champion with Commandos. I was looking at your uh, um, on the website. I guess it was your last game was against the Tri-County Steelers, and you did. Oh, see, it says you beat them forty-six to six. Oh man, that hurts. I yeah, I looked somewhere else. I thought they scored nineteen. Hey, I'm pumping them up no, with, no, with no, imaginary. No, I'm giving them imaginary you know, touchdowns. You know, as far as getting statistics, you know, we don't have that, you know, statisticians. I mean, that's statistics. You know, we have those yeah. guys to keep up the, the records that well and fill out for us. People that are really don't mind doing that stuff, recording that stuff for us. Right. You know, we go ahead and take it. See, and I, and, and I didn't know any other players, but then it, there was a poll and it said, who's the team MVP of 2015? And it said, B. Mahone, Taryn Wilson, Nigel Mitchell, Germany Skipper, Tim Harris, or T. Holland. And honestly, I just looked at all of them, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go Nigel. There's just something about that Nigel Mitchell just looked like he would be the team MVP. 
clicked on it. He he has received 52% of the vote. So I was like, see, I guessed it. I knew it right off the bat. <laughs> and then for you, to, then I looked down and I seen that he done had 14 touchdowns this season. Or that was, uh, I don't know if that's the season or what. Um, but it says he has 14. Um, yeah, then you got 18 rushing touchdowns just between three players. So now, do you like pass blocking or run blocking better? Oh, run blocking. Let me, I, let me go after my the D-line in the front of me. I don't want to sit back and wait for them to put a move on me. All right, little Fanica. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, now, when a game is blown out and you and it's over in the fourth quarter... Can you describe that feeling where you know it's a running play, they know it's a running play, the crowd knows it's a running play, and they still can't stop it? <laughs> the best feeling in the world. Because for this <laughs> team, and this is the funny thing, too, uh, we have two running backs. You just named one of them, uh, Taryn, Taryn Wilson. We have another one named T, I mean, not Tim. Uh, that was the one that I had to break out game in that game that I was kind of worried about up in Hyattsville. Well, we like to call them uh, TNT, respectfully so, because those guys, when they get rolling, that's the thing, too, with us. If we keep on running the ball, three, four, five, three more yards. And running like that, sooner or later, they're going to hit a home run. Oh, yeah. And those guys are proving it this past, this, uh, past season, big time. See, because that was the one thing, man, when the Steelers had Jerome Bettis. I used to just love that, that where – you knew it was coming and the other team couldn't stop it. And it was to, to be able to just run out the clock, that that's a special feeling. I never never been on the field to experience it at all. But so I just wanted to know exactly how that feel. Now are you a trash talker? No, I'm not the trash talker. I like to, I'm just so zoned in about the next play. Always work about the next play. Uh, I don't have time for that. Nope. Okay. Uh, we don't have much time left. Uh, so, so I'm gonna hit you, and then you just tell me in your honest opinion. Funniest person on the team. So the funniest person on the team. Oh, my goodness! Oh my goodness! That the list is, you know, I, I need like literally <laughs> two sheets of paper. We got some guys who love some tell some jokes. Uh, my goodness, it, it, it is, it's a close call, you know, but, um, it, 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 if you're paying attention to what we do on Facebook, yeah, you'd be like, I can't believe I just saw this to <laughs> some of my teammates. Oh my goodness. I love them to death with those guys. Some characters. Funniest. So Ooh, give us a name. You know, I had to go with uh, the founder of our team, uh, Torres Upton. I, I played ball with him my first two years with the Panthers. This guy, he just, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he just became a Hall of Famer for all his years. Played 13 years semi-pro. He straight, played straight wow. out of high school. So uh, he just retired, too. Cause, um, and, uh, he, yeah, he's, he's funny. That guy jumps around like crazy. He's a good, good guy. And so fortunate that he decided to go do his own thing and uh, just have the right people around him to get this team started. So, yeah, I would go with Torres up there. Cool. Then who would be your pick for team MVP? Oh, 
the, you know, I'll go back to what the Patriots did in 2001 when they, they went up to the Pro Bowl. The whole team, the River City Commandos. Okay. Because we don't worry about, we don't worry about you know, trophies or awards like that. We, we just do everything together. So, yeah, it's, that's who the MVP is. It's the River City Commandos. Alright. Person on the team most likely to go arena or get a shot at the pros? We have one right now, and if you're not mistaken, I mentioned that last night in uh, Periscope. We have one right now playing at Edward Waters College here in Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, he plays deep to the back. He is a uh, very special talent. You can play corner, you can play safety. If you're not mistaken, I think he plays corner right now for Edward Waters right now. So what's he his... has the potential, the, 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 the slot, everything. You just name it as far as the other. And the number one thing, he has the passion. To actually uh, uh, make it to the next level like that. And you said that that was Mahomes? Yes, his name is, yep, Boogie. Yep, that's his name, but Carl, yes, Boogie Mahomes. Okay, so he had five interceptions last year. It was a little bit more than that. Again, like I said, those stats really don't. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> he, he hit, he hit, this is this scary. He did hit double digit interceptions this year. Wow. This year. Wow. Uh, yeah. Let me think. All righty. Now, uh, the biggest misconception about semi pro football. Oh, I'm glad you asked this question. Those guys are a bunch of thugs, and that is nothing to be further from the truth with that. Because not every person, you know, is you know has come from a bad situation playing semi-pro. Not every person has you know basically come and learning from the streets or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. We have we have some guys too. But they're not, when you guys can get to know them, they're not really good. Dogs. Those guys are looking to be better. I've always been fortunate the guys I played with years past through with this team, they almost want to be better. They don't stick themselves in the bad crowd. And that's what, again, that's what makes this team very special. We don't, you know, have time for that, you know, sticking, you know, our nose in some, you know, bad situations. Uh, sometimes, unfortunately, because of maybe, you know, whatever, some guys get caught up in that. But I mean, the main, for the main, the main focus is also just, Helping out here in the football field. Okay, because maybe how we joke around or whatever, they might come out as quote unquote thugs, but nah, they're not thugs out here. That's that's the main bad conception people get of uh, semi-pro in general. See, and 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 I'm I'm really amazed that UPS was so willing to give you the time off and and uh, let you pursue this uh, because. I mean, you could get hurt. You know what I mean? Uh, now, do you have to take out special insurance or anything? Uh, thank goodness for UPS. I'll say that much. Your <laughs> insurance does cover the same. You did get, you know, you did get hurt, uh, you know, on the field or whatever. So, yeah, thank goodness for UPS. Uh, I'm very fortunate working with, uh, with them compared to um, any other companies. Wow. Hey, man, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast, dude. Uh, man, if I was you, I'd be sporting them rings everywhere, okay? <laughs> I, I, well, I would get duplicates. Yeah, I would get duplicates made first, okay? I'd keep the originals locked away, but I'd have like 28 duplicates. 
where I could just, you know, and I would just, I give them away to people, you know. Yeah, hey man, here, here. You know what, dude? You know, <laughs> as long as they didn't try to, uh, you know, sell them, then they find out how much they was really worth. But uh, man, the rings was wonderful. Man, this conversation was great talking to you. I wish you all the luck on uh, next January in the UFF. Um, and man, hope to see you in arena and and. God willing, man, on the NFL, man. That would be, oh, man, that'd be so cool. Be able to repost this uh, podcast with you in the NFL or, you know, even in the arena league. If you get a if you get a, a tryout, uh, then you could call back to the uh, podcast at night and tell us, you know, life in training camp. Would you do that for us? Why not, man? Why not? Thank goodness, dude. I'm glad you brought it up. Also, thank goodness for Periscope because, hey, that's how you found it. That's true. That's true. That's true. Man, once again, man, best of luck. And uh, everybody. Uh, Well, the River City Commandos will be no. Will you still be called that in the new league? Yes, we will be. Okay. It will still be the same. Okay. All right. Uh, all all the double E podcast listeners, River City Commandos, uh, Facebook, uh, internet, just find them, support them, okay. Four time champion. Uh, once again, we're gonna we were talking to Andre Sanders, who's a two time champion with the Commandos. Uh, hopefully, it'll be five and three, man. Good luck, and uh, thank you, man, for being on the podcast. I appreciate you for having me, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Well, man, thank you. Any, any shout-outs you want to give before we, we log off? I just appreciate all the listeners, too, that will uh, get a chance to just hear this out from somebody who, you know, just loves to play the game, even though they're not getting paid. You know, maybe Lord will get a chance, too, down the road. Yeah, definitely. Well, man, thank you for being on. I appreciate it. You have a great evening, okay? All right, so do you guys. All right, thanks.